Welcome to the Suraj Podcast X. The life stories of Guru Gobind Singh is recorded in the epic pre-colonial narrative of Guru Pratap Suraj Granth, written by the great poet Santokh Singh in 1843. This text covers the life stories of Guru Gobind Singh over the course of eight sections, the six seasons, Cherutta, and also the Do and the two solstices. So we begin now with chapter one of season one. The poet begins his first chapter with a series of invocations. These invocations are used then as a devotional way to set an intention to make a supplication to bow down to those entities which the poet derives strength from. And as such, the poet begins saying, To the wise ones that seek the divine, which is unattached across the three aspects of time, they pick out these three aspects of the divine, Sat, the eternal nature of the divine, Jit, consciousness, and also Anand, bliss. But the grasp of the divine's mystery or distinction cannot be made, even slightly. They can only experience the divine through these three elements. That Bahr Brahm, that highest Brahm divine, is pervading within all, small and big alike. Those who have been shown realize the divine through the Guru, have all of their attachment and vices dispelled. Now the poet moves on to an invocation towards the divine, represented in the beautiful form of Saraswati, a point of focus for poets. Even Guru Gobind Singh writes an invocation to Saraswati in his writings. So the poet continues, O Saraswati, O Sharda, light and glorious like clouds in the winter months, gleaming like wise Narad. Your face is radiant and enchanting, like the moon in the winter months, the giver of noble and sublime virtues and intellectual capacity. You destroy great pains and poverty, bestowing bliss and great introspection. You are the beautiful ocean of compassion. I bow to your lotus-like feet while reciting your grand name, Sarda, O Saraswati. The poet then moves on to Guru Nanak. O Guru Nanak, who destroys these massive python snake-like vices, like the enormous Garuda, a mythological mount of Vishnu, a massive bird of prey. In the same way, Guru Nanak uproots the vices of arrogance, anger, greed, attachment, liberating his Sikhs, taking his servants across this ocean-like life by giving them the wealth of Satanam, the true name. I bow to the son of Galu, Guru Nanak, whose name scares off the, even the agents of death. O Guru Angad Devji, that which can't be borne by anybody else, Guru Angad Devji bore all of that within his heart. But even just the slightest strike of his glance takes away all the faults of others. Those servants of his who are burning with desires, when they arrive in the Guru's sanctuary, he bestows to them the water like Nam, which cools their hearts, along with the wealth of wisdom, which destroys all their poverty and ignorance. I bow to Guru Angad Devji and make a supplication that they are forever in my presence. O Guru Amardachi, who quickly dispels the vast hordes of obstacles from his servants, the root of Sikhi, who spread out into 22 branches, the 22 manjis, these are the different appointees in the social structure that Guru Amardachi developed, appointing 22 leaders assigned to different districts across the subcontinent. For his servants, he gave them the boat-like true nam, which took them across this ocean-like life. In taking care of his six, the jewel of the Pala clan, 
was like the sun in destroying the darkness of vice of his servants. I bow to you, Guru Amardashi. O Guru Ramdashi, just like how Parasaram killed the wicked kings, like how Ram killed Ravan, like how Balaram went after Jarasand, in the same way you, Guru Amardashi, take away the darkness, ignorance from your Sikhs. O Guru Arjun Devji, who extracted the wisdom, the essence from the Vedas, and exemplifying to everybody how the world is transient through his selfless sacrifice. Guru Arjan Devji, who attends to his Sikhs, taking them across this ocean-like life with this essence of wisdom, I bow to you. O Guru Hargobind Sahib, who destroyed the vast Turk armies who were powerless and cold, dropping them while standing in the battle of Gurusar in Malwa region. This is a callback to the battle of Gurusar, which was covered in the Suda's podcast, where in haste the Mughals rushed out, unprepared for the cold weather in the jungle region, where they were tactically and strategically outmaneuvered by Guru Hargobind's forces, who were only just a fraction of the size of the Mughal force. So Guru Hargobind, I bow to you. O Guru Hararai, you are like a tiger. You take away the deer-like vices within the forest-like heart of your six, and I bow to your lotus-like feet. O my mind, remember Guru Hargobind. These pains and vices of the body and the mind, they are like a dried-up forest. So recite Guru Hargobind's name, which is like fire, engulfing and burning away all these troubles. Just like how fire dries up and burns away a tree, in the same way my mind is being burnt by all this desire, Guru Tegh Bahadur's grace is like water, so my mind forever have a thirst for this water. O oh mind, if you want the fragrance of non-desire, then make yourself into a bumblebee and fall at the lotus-like feet of Guru Gomasin. The form of the ten Gurus are but one light, who have carried across the whole world, I forever bow to all of their lotus-like feet. The sun-like glory of the Guru has been recited across the 12 Rashis, the 12 zodiac signs, which relate to the 12 constellations which move about in the sky over the course of a year. Within these 12 Rashis, the delightful, virtuous stories of the eight Gurus were recited. So these stories go from Guru Angad Devji to Guru Tegh Bhattu. Now the two solstices, Dakkhan An, Summer Solstice, and Uttar An, the Winter Solstice, will be made, along with the six sublime seasons, which are now going to be recited. First, I wrote the pristine poetry, the exalted Nanak Prakash text, reciting this treasure trove of virtue in two portions, the Purabharad and the Uttararad. Now I will recite the plume-wearing Guru's Gatha, his history, in six seasons, and this is how the text has become the sun-like illumination of the Guru's glory, Guru Pratap Suraj. I am performing this katha, this discourse, with whatever intellect I have, so listen to it as such, O six and saints. Becoming pleased, please bless me, so that I may meet the glorious Guru. That Guru, with just by their gracious glance, one obtains all happiness in this life and the next. So why would we forget them? Maybe forever remember them in our heart. The wondrous tales of the true Guru are befitting to the Guru's six. O oh, friends, let's get together and with attention listen to these immaculate stories. O Guru Gobind Singh, brimming with heroic spirit, providing perseverance to his devotees, removing their pains and bondages from the world, he is truly the root of all happiness. Always satisfying to his devotees, by impaling the enemies, he destroys all the pains of his devotees. Those six who fall in love with his body, 
have all the pains from their sins destroyed, and their affairs are straightened and experience great bliss. Extremely filled with love, his form is pure and indescribable. Such is the son of Guru Tegh Bahadur. The stories of the Guru sturdies one's mind. It gives capital of the name of the Nam daily, along with its sprouting love in one's heart. By listening to it, it destroys all one's arrogance. It establishes faith in the Guru, purity in one's heart. It destroys one's pains, and it is the herb that delivers great peace. Extracting the essence of all these stories is like extracting butter from milk. These captivating, wondrous tales do not age. They are timeless. The giver of salvation, Guru Gobind Singh's vast virtues, are embedded like jewels in this greatly blissful gatha, this jewelry-like ornament of tales. So, O true congregation, the wise and the beloved of the Guru, who gather together to listen to the praises of the Guru, to you all I offer my salutations to your lotus feet. For my intellect is lacking, I am forever afraid of making a mistake. If there are many mistakes from my omissions and errors, listening to them do not criticize them, but forgive me. This is my request to all the listeners with clasped hands. I salute your lotus-like feet in submission. From Sidi Amritsar Sahib to the Guru's residence of Abchal Nagar Hazur Sahib and all the other Gurudwaras, wherever on this world where Sikhs and Singhs who recite the Guru's name have spread. In front of them all, I place both my hands together in a request while bowing down over and over again, placing my head on the ground, that they will bless me with the ability to write the Guru's tales and delightful, sweet poetry by removing all my obstacles. The Guru Sikhs and Singhs throughout the world who bathe and always recite Guru, to them I bow to their lotus-like feet. This text will only be complete by obtaining their blessings. So to the Khalsa, the Guru's form, who destroy the oppressors on the battlefield, who every day meditate upon the name of the true Guru, to them I bow to their lotus-like feet. The treasure trove of Hari Bhakti, devotion to the Divine, and wisdom of the Divine, Brahmgyan, the boat to take the whole world across this ocean-like life, the Guru Granth Sahib, which is recited to liberate the Guru's congregation, which within it has the illuminating living light, which can deliver any desire to its sick, the master of the world, which grants material and spiritual blessings to the Guru Granth Sahib, I salute and place my forehead on the ground. To the countless written sarups of Guru Granth Sahib on this earth, which are read and listened to by the Sikhs who cannot find its limit, which grants desires to all of its Sikhs, and which at the end of their life will provide them with liberation. And to all of these Sikhs, in the past and in the future, which cannot be counted, now in front of them I offer this supplication. Destroy all my obstacles that may emerge when I'm completing this text. This text, which has in it the beautiful praise of the true Guru. Now to my Vidya Guru, my teacher, Santasangyani, the bestower of letters to me, I bow to their lotus-like feet. And to my father, named Devasang, I bow to their lotus-like feet. To my mother, I bow to her, before I start reciting these stories of Guru Gobind Singh, which destroy the sins of Kalju. O listeners, all of you, listen up with one mind and attentive ears. How can I tell you the greatness of these stories? To what extent can I do that? In which I have very delightfully constructed the praise of the Guru. These stories increase one's faith in one's heart for the Guru, by which six will then obtain all material and spiritual desires. This grants all of what one can desire. It destroys countless sins from previous lives. Those who listen to this entire text 
will become wise to all virtues and will become aware of all the feats of the Guru, how they destroyed the enemies and saved his servants and other causes of their feats. Listening to all of it, one understands the essence. Virtue accrues and great vices depart. Those beloved Sikhs, either now or in the future, who are reading this or listening to it with attention, enthusiasm, do not think of any of my faults when reading these tales. Retain the great pure virtues within your heart. This concludes chapter 1. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about Gurgomal Singh and how that Sikh from Delhi is taking Guru Tegh Bahadur's head up to Kiridhpur Sahib. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who are supporting this project through the Mangla Jain Patreon page. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my